Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk with hosts Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. And our topic today is going to be on Try That in a Small Town. It seems to be the subject of the past couple of weeks, so we're going to continue that in hopes to keep encouraging America to keep moving forward, stand up, stand up, stand up for what is right, and don't bow down to the negative talk. Don't bow down to the aggressors. Amen. Amen. Jason Aldean, born in 1977, Macon, Georgia. He had a self-titled album in 2005. He has sang before that. He's been back and forth in, in the industry. I feel Try That in a Small Town has really helped open America's eyes. I don't know about you, Earl, but I really feel that way. I do too. I feel like it has brought hope. It has awakened and given this energy in America like they it, they haven't had in years. Right. Why I think the aggressors are attacking this song. It hurts their agenda. Elections are coming up. So they've got to find something. When they see America rising up and in and their eyes opening up, and oh my gosh, how dare America have hope? How dare America want to stand up? Because Amen. it's going to run what we have plans for. Because their agenda is about destroying America. Their agenda is about doing away with our Constitution. Amen. Yep. There, there, there be little in the Constitution of the United States. That they're trying to say that a small town is not doesn't represent anybody pretty much that the the, the real progressive uh, people elite people they call themselves have decimated the constitution and they're attacking this guy on that on that on that basis uh, it's not in it's not personal at him at all it's just it's a personal attack against the people who are trying to think for themselves mm-hmm. go ahead Judd yeah, and, you know, try that in a small town. A small town does not represent just white people. Amen. There are all kinds of people that live in a small town. We have Hispanics. We have Indians. We have Asian. We have whites, blacks, browns, you know, African Americans, and we have all kinds of people. We have people with purple, pink, and blue hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go into Walmart and you'll see everybody there. Oh. I just made a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true, though. And the thing of it is, is evil does not like truth. Oh. This song speaks truth. And people are grabbing on to that truth. It has opened their eyes to seeing the truth. It's one of the things that's opened their eyes. And I really feel like this song is God-given song because not everybody in, in, in America is a part of the church. But there's got to be something Amen. that's going, you know, that God will use to open people's eyes. Hey, stand up. 
Stand up for what's right. Don't sit down and watch everything, all of your possessions, everything you believe in be destroyed. It's up to us to take a stand. While Jason Aldean is being attacked, his his colleagues are standing by him. His fans are standing by him, and I am one of his fans. I love his songs. I love his voice. And I, 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 I'm just really proud of him, how he's taking this and not bowing down to it, not caving in. And the same with us. You know, he's being an example to us. When something, when you're getting attacked in some way, your business, uh, your your manhood, uh, whatever is being attacked even in our towns, we need to stand up for each other. It doesn't matter what color we are. We've got to stand up for each other. And you know what? Even more so in the church. There's not been many of that going on, much of that going on in the church. People standing up for each other. That's right. If we can't stand up for each other in the church, how are you going to stand up for each other outside the church? Amen? Amen. So, we have got to see Jason Aldean as the example, people. Stand up. Don't bow down. Don't cave in to the aggressors. Don't give in to their agenda. Their agenda, as we know, covid It was a hoax. I knew it was a hoax. It was a bunch of bull. And people gave into it. This time, when something comes our way, and it will, we have got to stand together hand in hand and not cave in. Elections are coming up. It hurts their agenda. They're attacking this song because it hurts their agenda because it's truth, and they don't want people hearing the truth. They want people hearing a lie. What do you have to add to that, Earl? Well, uh, what's happening in America, from from my standpoint, and I've been here a long time, and uh, I've been in the military, I've been in foreign countries, uh, and I, I see an agenda taking place with the progressive liberals in the United States that they're trying to transform the United States. Obama said that he was going to transform America, and America needs to be transformed, but not not with a progressive agenda. It doesn't need to be transformed in electric vehicles. It needs to be transformed into the God that we that put us here. We need we need to return back to the God that 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 put us on this planet. And our job is to serve him. Mm-hmm. And this, this, is, this is ungodly, the, the attacks on people. Who, they, the people who call themselves liberals are the most racist people in the country mm-hmm. because they try to say that you're a bad person because you're white. Mm-hmm. I don't—a racist, a, 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 a racist is a person who has hatred for another race of people. Mm-hmm. I don't hate any race of people. I don't know why anybody would say that the South hates people. The North, the North has more had more slaves. You know, the, the South had slaves because of because of the of the plantations and stuff. But the North had they've always had black people, and 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 it's 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 they're trying to push us into a place to where 
I don't mind having I don't mind having people relate to me and back and forth, but I don't like you pushed on me. Right. I don't like you and say that I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm a stubbornest person in the in the United States of America, and my wife will tell you so. But I do not don't try to push me because I don't push. Yeah. And you're not going to make me believe a lie. I'm not going to believe a lie. And this is this is this is this is a lie. Mm-hmm. This is this is an a. They're they're trying to take the Constitution of the United States and do away with it. Yeah. If you look at you look at the the present president that we have, if you want to call him that, uh, that he hates the Supreme Court. He don't want anybody having any authority except the Congress, and he don't even let them have authority anymore. He's overrule. He's trying to overrule the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. So to tell me that I have to do a certain thing, and because I live in a small town. Now, I grew up in the smallest of small towns. Mm-hmm. We had a red light, and on the sign welcoming to Benton, it said, welcome on one side and hurry back on the other side. That's how big <laughs> we were. So, I, but, but everybody talked about Polk County, and, and the, your pastor, Doreen, is from Polk County, <laughs> and so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, but everybody said those were, those were, these people were different up there. They are different. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that they want to be left alone. They, if you don't mess with those people, they will never touch you. But don't go up and mess with them. So what I'm saying is don't try to push this guy out because he didn't even write the song, as far as I know. I think he did. Did he write it? Okay. I'm not sure that he He's did. He's talking about a gun that his grandpa gave but, him. Yeah. But, but he promoted the song, mm-hmm. and he's standing for the song. Yeah. Now, I'm not, I'm not promoting him. I'm not promoting country music. I'm just saying that what sometimes you get the truth whether you want it or whether you don't. Yeah. And try that in a small town is very, 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 I mean, it's on target, yeah. okay? And what he's telling you is it won't work here. Mm-hmm. It won't work in Cleveland, Tennessee. We will, it will not happen here. No. And and you don't you don't you don't see on the streets of Cleveland people being murdered every day mm-hmm. because we're not progressive here. We're not we we put people in 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 mayors and and governors of states who hate the United States. They hate the people. They hate you. If you if you don't stand for what they stand for, they hate you. So this is this is where this is going, and it's not going to work. Right. We are. It's time. To say where do we go from here, mm-hmm. and let's go forward. Thank let's go. God. Let's let's walk with the Lord. Let's do. Let's let's keep our Christian values. Let's keep the things that we were taught from the time we was a child. Don't Barbara, steal. Yeah. Don't break into my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I like too is in the song. You know he's also talking about not just, you know, not just he's not just talking about. Um, you come in our town and you destroy our things. Um, we're not we're not going to put up with that because there's going to be a fight, you know. But he's also talking about being there for each other. When someone has a need, we're there for each other. Right. It isn't just about um, uh, taking up for one another, but it's about helping each other through our hard times. Through the hard times, if you're doing without and you have a need, we're going to be there and we're going to come together and we're going to help meet that need. Yeah. 
we're not going to sit on the side like the church has done for so long and watch you be in need while our handbags and wallets get fuller. And that has happened too much. And I'm going to give an example. I just thought of it like where I was going to church. Uh, the pastor's wife. Um, I, you know, I guess I was posting all this going on in my house, having to have this fixed and that fixed. And, I, you know, I don't talk about my finances. I never discuss my finances with anyone. That's between me and God. And I'm fine. So this was, uh, I guess, a few years back and um, maybe two years back. And uh, so she goes to my friend here and says, I noticed Doreen, it's just, she's just having, she's been getting this fixed and that fixed in her home. Uh, is she doing all right financially? You know, in, in Earl says, she's, Doreen doesn't just discuss that with me. As far as I know, she's fine. But she says, well, maybe, you know, we should just take up an offering for her. You know, and Earl was sharing this with me, and then I'll let him, if he wants to add to it, he can. And uh, and so I, in my gut, I thought, well, in my discernment, first I thought, oh, that would be really nice if she did that. That would really help me out a lot if she did that. Mm-hmm. You know, extra is always nice. But then in my in my heart, in my gut, I knew it was out of nosiness. I couldn't help it, but I just knew it. So, was there ever an offering taken up? No. No. It was just all about nosiness. So, you see, a pastor's wife saw something, but was just nosy. And because of her own issues, she couldn't get herself to do good for me. And that was not of the Lord. This is where the church is messed up. And you see where people look like they're being promoted God is giving them a field day, but it's just a field day. Yep. In people's eyes, it looks like a it looks like a promotion, but I guarantee you, it's not. There's some learning going to be going. There's some learning that's going to be going on here. But with that being said, I'm trying to point out something here about the sickness that's in the church, and because of the sickness that's in the church, the church is set by. And they have allowed this astronomical evil take place in the world because of laziness and because of selfishness and jealousy. Mm-hmm. Afraid that somebody might move ahead of them and move forward and them still sit back. You forget church. You forget that it's not about you. It's about my father's business. It's about your father's business. It's not about your money. Your money, it's his money. What does he want you doing with the money that's in your bank account and in your pocket? It's not all about you. I've also had someone say, Doreen, if you need anything, let me know. I'm not going to do that. Even the pastor said to me, the, the pastor of the wife, Doreen, if you need anything, let me know. I said, no, I won't do that. I won't do that. Well, that's why I know that if, if you're ever in need, you'll come to me. Sorry, I won't do that. 
I'll let the Lord know, and he'll have to be the one to put it on someone before I will. I, do, I don't work that way. I don't believe in mooch faith either. Pastors will get up there and say, oh, it's such and such birthday. My wife, my kids, it's our anniversary. You don't mention anybody else's birthdays or anniversaries for them to get anything. Graduations. Is that fair? Everybody's volunteering and they get nothing. Everybody's helping in some way, but the pastor's just up there being, doing, giving a message. He's not really doing that much. Not anymore. He wants you to think he's doing a lot, but he's not. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I'm trying to open the eyes of why uh, we have a bunch of crap in the world today. And yes, I said crap. So you see, I won't. If you want to give somebody something, don't ask them if you need something. Please let me know. You just give it to them. You just get with the Lord. If God's put that on your heart, the only reason why somebody says, if you need something, it's because God has put it on their heart and they don't want to do it. And I think that's the truth. What do you think, Earl? I think you're getting back to being able to know your people and and know uh, your congregation in that sense. Uh, you don't always know that there's a need there, but it will. The Lord, the Lord directs people to to do certain things. Uh, I've heard. I don't know, multitudes of times people would say that they were sitting at home. My pat, my old pastor, he said one day he was sitting at home. Had, he was eating oatmeal three times a day, living on Prince Edward Island, freezing to death, no no heat probably in the house to amount to anything. His wife had TB. She was dying. And a man showed up at his door from Cleveland, Tennessee. And he's in, he's in uh, Prince Edward Island, you know, and the guy shows up from Cleveland, Tennessee. The guy is a car hookup driver, which is, you know, they just run up and down the road. And uh, if you knew this guy, you wouldn't think that this the Lord would ever speak to this guy. But this guy showed up at his door. And he said, Reverend, he said, the Lord told me that you needed something to eat. And I got a car full of groceries, and he brought them in. So sometimes there's not even a way that you can let anybody know, you know. But uh, now certainly if you're sick and you need you need prayer, to just, just go ask for it. But it, we're all reluctant. I'm a, well, I guess we all got too much pride, but, but we're all reluctant to ask for anything. Someone asked me why I didn't sing it at my church, and I said I haven't been asked. <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly ain't going to put myself on the program. Yeah, he goes to another church and sings where they welcome him. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, I think what you're talking about, Doreen, you're talking about something when you build, when you build something and, and, and something is a little unstable, you put what you call a brace in there. And people need to be that brace. They need to be that support thing that, that, you, that I know now, Doreen knows me and knows me well. I do. And she knows that if she needed anything in the world, that Barbara and I would get it for her. Yes, I do. And, and, but, but let me just let you in on something. She has never asked me for 10 cents. <laughs> never told me she needed 10 cents. <laughs> I got cents. I know that, I know that, you know, sometimes you have needs. But 
but that 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 thing of of, of bringing people together as a community. I sold insurance for many, many years and was real good at it. I made a lot of money doing it. But because I had a big mouth, the Lord blessed me with a big mouth, and I could talk. (laughs) And so I learned how to talk. But the first insurance company was founded from the community. The community in, in in the old colonial days in the community, they got together and they put a little money into a fund, and they had a guy that was kind of holding the treasure. And this was, if somebody died, that they used the money to bury that person. Mm -hmm. And it was a man or his wife or his kids or whatever, but there was what they called the community fund. And an old guy by the name of John Hancock picked up on that and started John Hancock Life Insurance Company. And that's where the concept of insurance came from, everybody combining their resources to take care of one person's need. And that way you never devastate the fund mm-hmm. because just when it's needed, that's one of the time it's used. So, But we're supposed to be available. We're supposed to be on, on, on call 24 hours a day. If someone needs us, we don't have to be a pastor to, to meet a need. Right. As a matter of fact, I don't know as I've ever called my pastor to pray for me. Mm-hmm. I pray for myself. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the Lord hears my prayers. Praise God, He hears my prayers, yes. and He answers my prayers. Mm-hmm. And I can pray just as well as anybody else. It may not sound as good, but God don't care. No, He doesn't. He, he doesn't care. He loves me, and He wants to take care of me. Mm-hmm. So, That's but right. but we need to be there for each other. And that yeah. I know where you're going with that. And that yeah. and and but. This small town thing is 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 really caught on with me because like I'm a small town person. I well, you couldn't you couldn't give me a penthouse in New York City and an income to live in it. I wouldn't live there. I want to be where I'm at. I'm I'm perfectly happy right here. I've been here all my life, and and I love the people in this town. They're good folks. Yeah, and it's about standing up for our rights, but standing up for each other. Yep. Standing up for each other's needs. You know, don't just sit back behind the wheel and watch don't just sit back and watch people walk by and you know whenever i'm out i look at people when i was riding my bike yesterday i looked at this man walking with his grandson and sometimes i'll walk by people to see if i can discern anything because sometimes i get that that feeling you know um about somebody and and do i need to pray for that person what 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 can i how can, how, what kind of an encouragement can I be for that person? Sometimes I don't do anything because it's not, I don't feel led to, but when I do, I'm open to that. I'm open to doing whatever the Holy Spirit wants me to do. And that's how we all should be in standing up in our towns, in our homes, in the church. And I have to say, I'm just going to just, drive this home a little bit further, the pastor's wife that said this about me was two weeks before Christmas. And so that, you know, like I said, I was fine. But that really was a dagger in my heart. So because of where her heart was, that was the, it was the principle of it. And so as pastors, as leaders, as 
friends, um, co-workers, um, whatever we are, we need to be there for each other, for strangers. We need to be there for strangers. I'm not talking about people who are standing out on the road all the time asking for money. No, I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that really, who are trying their best and have needs. Those who are trying their best, encourage them to stand up. Because mm-hmm. we all have weak moments where we don't have the motivation. We all have moments where we just can't lift another finger. We need to be on our toes and pay attention to other people and 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 be aware and discern what is going on in their life. Discern, okay, God, I'm picking something up here. I'm picking something up. What is it that you would like for me to do for that person? Is there a word that you would like for me to give them? It, what would you like for me to give them? Let's stand up for each other. Let's protect each other in, 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 in our towns, in our church, and in our country. Mm-hmm. Let's not stand up for untruth, but let's stand up for truth and what is right. Because when we stand up for truth and what is right, oh my gosh, we can't go no other way but up. But the untruth will take you down. It will take you backwards, and it always, the truth always comes out. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yep. You have anything to say? No, I, I think you've covered it real well. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here listening. I'm enjoying it. Um, and I guess we're about ready to close. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this one more time. Fit in where you're at and, and be a blessing wherever you are. Uh, I used to have a pastor, used to, I'd, I'd say, what are you doing today? And he'd say, trying to be a blessing. Well, that's exactly what you should be doing. And it, it, there's more than one way to do that, folks. <laughs> there's a, it's, not, it's not in your billfold every time. Right. And, uh, but uh, I, I just think that uh, we, didn't, we, didn't really, we really didn't do justice to what, what can be said about this in 30 minutes. You know, it, it, it is— this is this is this is going on in America, folks, and we need to wake up. We need to find out where we stand and stand on that. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be like the wind, just driving you along, just rolling along like the old tumbling tumbleweed. Just don't slow down. Just let go. Let's, Let's just go. get through life. Let's but, just get no, by. Just get by. But but hang in there and stand up for what you know is right, and don't back down. I let's, mean, yeah. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Let's let's let let's let this song empower us exactly to do more and to be more and to be better than what we have been. Amen. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, this brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you all listening in, and we give a special thanks to Amy Mann of Christian Television Amy. Network. If you enjoy our show, share. If you want to rate us, we would love for you to rate us. Give us your comments. And be sure to come back and listen in on, with us next week. And um, you all have a blessed week and a blessed day. And God bless you all. <laughs>